Hey, welcome to the Leading Saints podcast. Now, for many of you that are brand new uh, to Leading Saints, it's important that you know that Leading Saints is a nonprofit organization, 501c3, dedicated to helping Latter-day Saints be better prepared to lead. And we do that through content creation. We get so much positive feedback on the podcast, our virtual conferences, the articles on our website. You definitely got to check it out at leadingsaints.org. And on their homepage at leadingsaints.org, you can actually find the top six most downloaded episodes to the podcast. So if you're new, like the content, want to jump in to some of our most popular episodes, head there after you listen to this episode. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Frankum from Leading Saints, and let me tell you, we're going to try something a little bit different this week, and let me give you some background to understand that. You see, recently we had a phenomenal Leading Saints women's retreat that was a huge success. Everybody who attended loved it. Deanna Murphy, who is a podcast favorite, was one of the speakers at the retreat, and everyone was so energized by her presentation there that they wanted to know, what's the next step? Deanna, what more could we do? So she suggested that we put on what she typically does with uh, corporate leaders across the world, but we do one focused on the Leading Saints audience. This is a high-intensive online experience, but almost like a retreat experience. So over several weeks, I think about seven weeks, for two hours, Deanna Murphy's guiding individuals through a intensive self-leadership experience. Again, this is the type of thing she does with uh, corporate leaders across the world, and she's going to make it very specific for the Leading Saints audience. A really fun opportunity, especially because Deanna Murphy's been so popular on the Leading Saints podcast. So what you're about to hear is one of three episodes that are going to drop this week. They're shorter episodes, and she's just going to start introducing some of the concepts that she's going to be talking about in this self-leadership extensive experience. There's a link uh, in the show notes for you to go and see all the details. The link is leadingsaints.org slash Murphy. Try to make it as simple as possible. Again, that's leadingsaints.org slash Murphy. And this is going to start November 1st, 2022. So don't have a ton of time to consider this and sign up, but jump in and be a part of this self-leadership experience led and facilitated by everyone's favorite, Deanna Murphy. So let's jump into this short episode where Deanna and I talk through a few concepts related to self-leadership. That's really helpful because I think a lot of people, you know, this isn't a process of you sit around and think, oh, well, I, I sort of like to quilt. So I guess that's a strength and I like that's to cook, right? Like, like this is a much more... Uh, a yeah. profound look at what these strengths are through scientific assessments this is a good way to frame it right i love that i, I think the the place that feels important and one of my favorite uh, experiences in the past kurt i got to work with the ogden north mission a number of years ago to work with missionaries and we had them take a strengths assessment and we taught we did a little bit of work of walking them through it and then to look at their strengths in the context of their patriarchal blessing that was mind-blowing oh, wow. So That's here cool. you've got your strengths assessment and you've got these words and descriptions telling you about, here's what you bring to the world that's unique. Here's what your strengths need in order to be their best. Here's what triggers your strength into weakness. Here's what your strength looks like as a weakness, like having all of that in black and white and then look at your patriarchal blessing. Here's what your purpose is. Here's some counsel for you, which almost always directly relates to overuse patterns, by the way. Very powerful. I love to teach people that your strengths are pieces of God's DNA in you. So you think mm -hmm. if he has all of the strengths, 
you and I have seven of them really strong. And then this, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 that we could call on if we need to. We have pieces of his DNA in us, which is why I know that whatever you are facing, what any of us are facing, we have what we need because we have pieces of his DNA in the form of our strengths, which become our tools to help us manage our weakness, overcome our weakness, prevent our weakness, and create that positive influence that we were sent on earth to create. Wow. Yeah, that's so fascinating. I love that. So what's it look like in your personal example? Like walking in, obviously you've been a Relief Society president a few times now, but now at this new go, as you walk in as a Relief Society president, you're aware of your top seven strengths. And so how does that you know, feed your, your leadership or help you move forward with your leadership? Oh, Kurt, I, I'm like, I'm kind of tickled that you asked that question. I've not really <laughs> thought about the answer before, but I'm noticing something that feels different. This is my third time as a Relief Society president. And one of the things that feels markedly different, it would be interesting to talk to my presidency or the sisters in my ward, whether they see this or not. I notice I don't feel quite the heaviness of I've got to figure it all out or I've got to show up perfect. I notice that I'm more comfortable with the messiness of interdependence this time around. I'm more comfortable that I can't see it all. So one really big difference, especially if I go all the way back to my first time as a Relief Society president was 36 years ago. So I'm kind of new. I'm in my 20s. And I felt so worried about like as a the leader, like I'm, I'm, you know, the, bu- the buck stops here. I'm supposed to be the one to figure it out. And, you know, I've really just approached with my presidency. There are four presidents in this presidency. We each see something completely different. I notice that I feel a lot more like open to their counsel. I have some really strong feelings about a few things, which you know, because I've had some of those conversations on podcasts with you, Kurt, you know, about how things should go with teaching or different things. But I notice that I'm counseling more with them. I'm feeling like we're we're moving a little slower, but we're moving more cohesively. We started our presidency, for example, rather than assuming that we had it all figured out and marching out with a plan, which my strengths are very want to do. I felt really impressed that I needed to do a stronger job of balancing my task and relationship strengths. And do you know, for the first three months in our presidency, all we did was listen. We went out and had individual conversations with every sister in our ward, and we listened. What's happening in your life that we should be aware of? What are the things in our ward that you love and you feel excited by? What are some of the challenges that you're facing that we should be aware of so we can start to plan? And we did all of that before we touched ministering before we put together a 12-month activity calendar. And it's made all the difference in the world. My awareness of my strengths has allowed me to approach other people with room for them to come and play. I think maybe to also say it's not just awareness of strengths, it's awareness of where my strengths get me in trouble, where they flip into weakness. For example, I have a strength called magnifier that says, if you do something, Deanna, you better do it well. In fact, it better be close to perfect. If it's not perfect, you shouldn't do it. And so there's this worry in my head that I don't want to show up and have it not all put together. And because I know that, I actually plan in advance. We did a ministering conference a few weeks ago. And in my mind, I just, it was the same weekend that I was with you, Kurt, (laughs) ironically, right? So I fly back and I go home to do a ministering conference and I've been flying, flying. I'm getting ready to fly again because the world is opening up and now I had to be in Arizona and we've got all these things happening. And I noticed that I let go going in. I was telling my magnifier strength, you don't have to show up perfect. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to create connection. So I leaned into my bridge builder strength. We're going to create connection and we're going to let everybody 
help each other have an amazing experience. And it was incredible. It was so much better than if I had stood there to create a spiritual feast, you know, or what I might have done 30 years ago, I would have wanted to teach and inspire. And instead, I went, what if they could be inspired by each other? What if the conversations with each other, and we've just been hearing such wonderful feedback from people who said, do you know, this is the first time in two years that I'm going out to lunch with someone that I feel like I found a friend in this conversation that I, and so it's just a mindset flip for me, Kurt. It's like, it helps me manage the places where I overuse. It helps me trust other people. It helps me let go of the triggers that will send me into a flurry of, I've got to make everything perfect and release society has to look all so well put together. I never realized, left other sisters going, well, I'll never fit in there because I'm not that well put together. It's like, what if we didn't have to pretend? Mm. What if I could just show up and say, you know, things are a little hard in our family right now. My daughter had surgery two weeks ago. We've had this thing going on stuff's going on and I'm just going to show up and do the best I can. And you can show up and do the best you can too, because we yeah. all got our stuff. So it's a different feeling, Kurt. Yeah, it's, It feels different. I don't feel as anxious. And yeah. I would say that my counselors would tell you that they feel very included, that their gifts matter, that we make decisions more collaboratively than I would have said I did before. <laughs> I yeah. was a little more <laughs> independent as a leader the first time around because I thought yeah. I was supposed to be. Yeah, right. And I love that, that sometimes we can perceive other people again through our lenses and we think, oh, that leader, they just have it figured out. They have the skill set, the experience. They just know what to do and I don't. When in reality, maybe a leader is just much more aware of their strengths and weaknesses and how to how to manage those in their leadership role to so that they can survive and not have be consumed by the anxiety of it or the fear of it or the heaviness of it. Gosh, you know, it's funny that you use the phrase manage it, like manage strengths I love that. Like I often think about, I have to manage my weakness. And Kurt, I love that you said, we kind of have to manage our strengths. Like we've got to manage them like resources. I was speaking with a young men's, young women's group a few weeks ago. That happened just a few days before I came to see you too, Kurt. There was a bunch of things right in a row. And I was down uh, at a group in Mankato, Minnesota, about an hour and a half away. And there was a girl who saw something in the audience and it was so, she raised her hand as we were learning, like the spirit was teaching her. And she said, I'm just having this epiphany. It's like my strengths. It's like, I've got these seven, like almost like different people, like these seven different kinds of intelligence that's available to me. Mm. And I can stop and consult with and think about how can I draw on that strength to help me where I don't feel so strong? How can I pull on that one? And she said, I'm just thinking it kind of excites me. And I, I said, I, what I, when I coach people, we talk about imagine that you have this board of directors inside your head and each one of them is a strength and each, board, each one of your board of directors has an intelligence and a perspective and it's different than the others in the group. And it's how do I counsel with that? Because again, Kurt, where we often get in trouble is where we can, our own strengths compete with each other. If I can't manage my competing task and relationship strengths, how can I ever hope if you're my bishop to figure out how to blend my strengths with yours? If I have this going on inside of me, I, I, we, we talk about internal interdependence precedes external interdependence. Hmm. I've got to have my strengths play nice with each other. I have to create synergy with me. And if I can't do that, it's really hard for me to do it with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fascinating. All right, Deanna. So this is, man, this is so fascinating. So much to talk about. Again, I could go on and on. We both could go on and on uh, with questions and perspectives and things around these concepts. 
but there's so much here. And so that's why we want to create an experience. Uh, this is a little bit different than the retreat experience because it, it isn't in person, but it's definitely a higher intensity experience uh, that, that we want to offer to the Leading Saints audience. And it is it uh, is similar to what you do in your day-to-day life, but you've adjusted it to for the Leading Saints audience and help leaders. So maybe just uh, explain it again, what, what we hope to do and accomplish and how the schedule goes and when to sign up and those types of things. So I'm really excited about the opportunity that Leading Saints has created for all of us. I, in many ways, Kurt, what you've done that is so beautiful is you allow saints anywhere in the world to come together and synergize. And in many ways, it's that hunger that started that retreat that we just had and caused women who are living in all different parts of the world, the different parts of North America, to come together and say, couldn't we do this in other ways outside? That's why we had this conversation. So we are creating a self-leadership masterclass that is the same thing that we take to Fortune 5 companies and that we work with in 64 countries around the globe, although it's going to be adapted for a Latter-day Saint audience, for Latter-day Saints who know that there's something more inside of them that they have to bring. And they're wondering, how do I call more out of me so I can deliver more to the world? That's really what this is about. If you can call more out of you, you've got more of you to bring to the world and to help bring about the sacred purposes that you were sent to do. Self-leadership is a seven-session virtual experience. It will start November 1st. We're going to have an orientation session on November 1st to just teach people a little bit how it works. After you have your orientation session, you'll be assigned to a peer group of four people and you'll be given access to the online content. So for every one of the seven sessions, there is an online learning. We have you go and do self-learning first before you go to your peer group and talk with your peer group about what you're learning. Then you come a week later for the next session and we talk about what you discovered and experienced as you went out and started practicing what you're learning. So it raises the bar. The notch goes up a little higher. Every dialogue, every as you do online content, you plant the seeds. When you go into your peer group, you start to wrestle with them. How does this relate to this problem in Relief Society? How does this relate to the problem I'm having with my kids? I want you to know that self-leadership will apply equally well to home and church as well as to your work. And if you're a leader, one of the nice things is that you'll earn a, a certificate. So you have, this is a certificate program. So at the end, you earn a, a certificate if you get 85% mastery in your online content. So it gives you this opportunity over seven sessions to work your way through a growth process. You're going to learn 10 different self-leadership skills that will awaken you. How do I build strategic interdependence? How do I operate with confident vulnerability? How do I create appreciative curiosity? How do I purposefully contribute in ways that serve others? How do I use my strengths to manage my weakness? How do I become aware of and take responsibility for my own needs so I can play at high energy and performance on a consistent basis? How do I inspire others to come and join me at interdependence? Really great opportunities to deepen your awareness of who you are and your skill set. So it's about two to three or three and a half hours a week is what you'll be spending. Two hours in class, about an hour, hour and a half outside in your online content in your peer group. Very powerful, powerful learning experience that will be absolutely guaranteed to be a life-changing experience and adapted to the LDS environment so that we can speak openly about the things that we're experiencing in our culture, in our families, and in our wards. Yeah. And this uh, your, that orientation is November 1st is what we're aiming November for, November right? 1st. And just so people have the time, we're looking at 11 to 1 mountain time, 
So for those of you who that's the middle of the night, I apologize. We It's almost imperfect to have a global time that works for everyone, but that happens to work for a lot of the globe. And for North America, that's really lovely because that, that will catch you mostly in and around your lunch hour. Uh-huh. So it becomes easier to knock off. And then the other things, peer groups and stuff, your online content you can do on your own time at night yeah. or early in the morning. Yeah. And is there a limit to how many people we can, obviously we can't have 20,000 people in this, or is there? Is there we, a could, we, we can go up to 200 in the group because the okay. power of this is going to come in your peer groups and in your breakout sessions. So you're going to find that there's something really powerful. We use the chat box a lot, but the intimacy that comes through your peer groups and through the breakout sessions are super powerful. We will be uh, inviting one of every four to come and be a peer group leader, to come an extra 15 minutes early, stay an extra 15 minutes late, do a little bit of extra leadership coaching in a group that's really powerful. So if that's an interest that you have and you choose to register for the program, just shoot me an email and say, make me a peer group leader because I want that extra little group coaching that will raise yeah. my, my leadership yeah. uh, another notch. So. And they are, I mean, you are the one that's going to be uh, leading this uh-huh. and facilitating it, right? So if, if you exactly love right. Deanna and you want more Deanna, this is a good yeah. good uh, direction to go, right? And then, and I want to be really clear, like this isn't a leadership training for church leaders who are in specific callings. This is anybody no. who is, I mean, just really anybody, but you are going to reference and, and keep it in the context of being a Latter-day Saint. And so, I mean, obviously anybody can be part of this. They might get confused every once in a while. <laughs> with the verbiage or whatnot. But uh, yeah, but it's perfect for the leading saints audience. It is. And let's just define for our purposes that leadership is about influence, right? right? Leaders influence. So anyone who wants to influence a leader by virtue of the fact that you want to create influence. So it's that inside out thing that we spoke to at the beginning, that Christ works from the inside out while the world works from the outside in that the world says, let's change our situations, let's change people, and then you will change. And we say, no, 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 let's change ourselves. And then we can go out and influence others and our families and our our auxiliary organizations and our ward and the church and the world. It's inside out. We, We grow us so we can grow others. That's really what we're trying to do. And if you feel called to make a difference, you feel called to influence, come and hang out with us because you'll have the opportunity to practice that influence with each other in your peer groups, in your breakout session, and to actually grow your influencing skill set as you're part of this experience is powerful and transformational. All right, that concludes this short episode where Deanna Murphy and I discuss some self-leadership principles, which are going to be discussed in depth at this upcoming intensive experience that she's putting on starting November 1st. Again, you go to leadingsaints.org slash Murphy to get all the details and to uh, grab a spot and look for those other episodes that are dropping this week. There there should be three total that we drop and uh, to get more information about some of the the concepts. But again, leadingsaints.org slash Murphy. Join us starting November 1st, 2022. It came as a result of the position of leadership which was imposed upon us by the God of heaven who brought forth a restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when the declaration was made concerning the only true and living church upon the face of the earth, 
we were immediately put in a position of loneliness. The loneliness of leadership from which we cannot shrink nor run away and to which we must face up with boldness and courage and ability.